There we go. October 3rd, 2022. You're listening to Oblast with Don and Kevin, and I'm Kevin. And I am Don. And we're back again. Welcome, everyone, to the show. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. I listen to Dan Perkins' uh, um, Generation S podcast. and uh, um, Not Dan Perkins. Yeah, it's not Dan Perkins. What's his name? Um, I can see his face. Yeah, Kemp. Yeah, Daniel Kemp. Dan Kemp. Yeah, you know it's late on a Monday. I sorry, rough weekend. But did you listen to it at all? Did you listen to it? No, I did not. Well, the first episode is all about uh, wrestling. They're like, uh, they're kind of like a generation, like um, uh, after us, kind of a thing, right? So, like you know, they they kind of like where we kind of grew up mostly in like the the eighties. They kind of grew up mostly in the nineties. You know, so they're they have more of uh, um, during that whole like uh, WCW, WWF time, you know, yeah, 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 the 90s. So they were talking about a lot of their memories and stuff and how it was it was kind of interesting, actually. It was kind of an interesting first show because they were talking about their um, uh, the the way wrestling was hugely popular in their school system and things like that, which it was not the case in ours. I mean, people enjoyed watching wrestling you know what i mean yeah it, it, was, was, it was pretty much me and bailey right but i mean it wasn't like a it wasn't like a cultish <laughs> thing you know at that at that point in school or anything so yeah and, you know, generation x s generation s if you people are interested it's a pretty good thing i i don't know if i'm going to listen to every episode though um and not because i don't think they do a good job uh, doing a fine job it's just that that it's a nostalgic show and uh right. it's um there's just things about that that i just don't i don't care so i kind of look at the topics and just see like i'm not I'm not that yeah. interested in in the episodes about like say the Power Rangers or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, right. stuff like that. Like because that just we had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I already did young, it, but um, just wasn't a thing in my life. You know what I mean? So I don't want to. Someone, someone hang a te- hung a hung a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle from my rearview mirror in the Green Goblin from a noose, and then put slime all over him, and put slime all over him, and that, that stuff dried out. Oh, it was nasty. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but it's a good show if you if you especially if you're of that generation, you're listening to this. Uh, listen to a show, Generation S. You can find it everywhere. Everywhere podcasts can be found. Yeah. Uh, so we had uh, Cinema Wasteland this past weekend. Uh, I'll tell yeah. from my angle first. Um, yeah. Basically, all right. So this shit's been going on for like what, what fifteen long, years or something? A long time, easily. And uh, basically, what it is, just for people that don't know, in case you're new to listen to the show. Uh, it's a B movie horror movie convention at a budget hotel in a, in, in a city nearby. (laughs) And, uh, they basically, you know, um, people come and, uh, I don't know. Some people come for the B movie celebrities to sign stuff or to pick up merchandise and things like that. I don't think most people that I know go to watch any of the movies that are there because they're not like in right. a theater. It's kind of just like in like a conference room and you sit on an uncomfortable chair with no armrests. If you want to watch one of the movies, it's it's no good. Um, but you can if you wanted to see one of the things that were there. Uh, and then but most people that we know um, or we, we know of some people that will go and then um, some people will rent a room at the hotel. So it becomes a kind of a roaming room party thing yeah. you kind of go to one room or the next or whatever and you see what's going on and then yeah, or whatever um depending on who you know and uh it was a bigger thing 15 years ago there was more of us probably <laughs> going to this thing um and uh over the years a lot of people just kind of swore it off or they got older and right. they decided they don't want to they don't want to go to these things anymore i don't know what it is <laughs> but they're still a pretty good there's still a pretty decent crowd of people that go but um uh, I would say our core group of friends uh, diminished significantly from from what it was in past right. years. I also think part of it, though, as well, is that the guests that they get are not always that interesting. And so people just don't really care to go because there's nothing to pull them in. Right. Right. And so if you're going to go, you're just going to be drinking with people in a hotel room. That's kind of what you're going to do. Or if you know, or just hang out like Donnie does. He doesn't drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, uh, you know, just, just talk to people. So anyway, that's kind of what it is. I mostly personally, I mostly just go to see my brother at this point. I right. kind of see the other regular dudes that I know here and there. I see Oz when we go to movies, you know what I mean? I, 
I see yeah. Melville, wherever Melville pops up. I see, um, I talk Joe. to you every day or every week. Yeah. I see Joe at the bar, et cetera. So I, I see people all the time. So, but I don't see my brother because he lives. It seems like Across he lives town. on the moon, but he lives, lives kind of far away and he drives a truck and he never likes to come out, but he always tends to go to cinema wasteland. And, uh, so generally they usually run a room from Friday to Saturday to Sunday, right? So two nights basically from Friday to Saturday and then Saturday to Sunday. And, um, it used to be that Saturday was like the day to go. Everybody kind of would show up and, you know, had the day off It's the bigger crowd and everything. And Friday was like, you know, just people kind of checking in for the show part of it, you know, and, um, and, and, uh, drinking and whatever, but, you know, kind of taking it easy. But I tell you, in recent years, it seems like what happens now is, is that the, the people that get rooms like my brother or Oz or if Sam's in town or law or whatever, um, they do most of their partying on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're wasted on Friday. And so when mm-hmm. Saturday comes, they're, they're just hung over and drained and they don't have the stamina to party all night like they did the night before. And, um, I, you know, I get every time I go lately, uh, I'm always hearing like, you know, oh, I partied too hard last night. I'm so fucking hung over and that kind of shit. Right. And, uh, so anyway, I, you know, I went in my brother's room and it was just, he and I, they asked me to bring him some cheeseburgers. I gave him a cheeseburger and then, um, <laughs> trip came in next with his girlfriend and, uh, I gave them both a cheeseburger and, <laughs> Why not? uh, Mr. Cheeseburger delivery. I didn't have a cheeseburger. <laughs> I even gave Oz a cheeseburger, but I didn't have a cheeseburger. Um, cause Oz came in next and then, um, uh, we were waiting for law. Who's our friend to, um, get back to his room because he decorates, he gets a suite and he decorates it. Like I say, decorate, he puts in some funky lights. Strobe lights. Yeah. Some Sometimes skulls. he hangs some stuff on the walls and stuff, you know? Um, and he, you know, it's a good time. Uh, he had some crazy contacts in that made his eyes glow and shit. It looked weird. Um, Couldn't look him in the eyes. Right. <laughs> but, uh, um, so like I got there at about six thirty PM, uh, wow. talked to my brother, whatever. And, and then, um, law got to his room at about nine, a little bit before nine, maybe. So then we went to his room and I was standing there for about two hours. There was no place to sit. <laughs> right. And I'm just standing there. And it was apparent to me that there were certain people there, uh, that had come to drink <laughs> like, some seriousness like Joe yeah. was drinking vodka straight out of the bottle and polishing it off like pretty quickly. Like in the, like in the hour that he was there, I think he drank half a bottle of vodka. Right. And, um, mole was, uh, well on his way. Like he was kind of, he seemed lost a little bit, kind of wandering around, like being a mole and, right. um, and, and, you know, then you and Melville kind of came and, uh, um, my brother was, was, uh, on my right and Oz was on my left and it was about 11 o'clock at that point. And I had done really nothing. I wasn't talking to anybody really. Music was kind of loud. And, um, I said to Oz, I said, you're going to go soon. Right. And he's like, yep. And I said, I know. And then I, I was like, my brother was starting to talk about it. And I'm like, I'm going to ghost before everybody else ghosts. I'm not going right. to be the one here again. We're looking around because everybody right. ghosted. Right. Right. So I just said, you know, I'm, but also like, I was tired. It, you know, I had, I had been busy all day. It was 11 o'clock. Like I said, I'd already been there for five hours. So I was just kind of like, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> so yeah. I just, just walked out and, and, uh, headed home. And then my brother texted me and he said that, uh, um, it was a good time when I left because like 30 more people apparently showed up. Yeah. And, uh, um, he had left and Oz had left and then Joe ended up going to my brother's room and was really drunk. According to my brother, just mumbling a bunch of craziness to him. Yeah. And, uh, and that was it. And then I did talk to Joe today and he mentioned that, um, after we left, uh, you and Melville had also left. I don't know if that's true, but, uh, Joe had said that he tried to, um, he thought everybody went to my brother's room. And, and that wasn't the case. I'm like, I was like, man, I was, you know, it was yeah. like, I left. I mean, there was no place to sit. Like some of those suites are okay because it's a big room and people can sit on the edge of the bed. Right. right. But 
and you don't really you don't really get to choose when you this hotel's weird. You don't really get to choose what kind of suite. You kind of rent the suite. You get you get one of the suites that they have. And this was one of the ones that was like divided. So like it has like a little living area and then the bedroom is on like the other side. And we could have gone into that room, but nobody really kind of was there. We were all kind of in the living side and all of the seats were occupied. So there just wasn't, there wasn't a place to sit. I'm not saying necessarily I would stay longer if there was places to sit. Maybe though, but I mean, it was just like, I just didn't feel like standing, you know what I mean? Like the whole time, like I just felt like it was, it was enough. So I split. So tell me, did I did I miss anything after I walked out the door? Did you just say fucking leave at that point? No. Well, I mean, there was a whole thing after that. Uh, after you left, it was kind of like I, I don't know what I did. I think I went. I think I went down to my car to take those tapes out of my pocket or whatever. Oh yeah. Okay. And I came back up. And you guys trash. were gone. A trash can. Right. It's like as long as Kevin Bear doesn't see. Oh, there he goes. Never mind. <laughs> um. No, I, I went out and put the tapes in the car, and I came back in, and, and, and you and Brian were gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they were like, the birds have left. And I was like, well, I'm not I'm not going to be here much longer. <laughs> and so uh, I was talking to Melville, and he was like, hey, let's go outside. I was like, all right. So I went with him outside, and Joe was, like you said, Joe was, he was yelling at us. Well, not yelling at us, but he was like, <laughs> you... He goes, where are you guys going? What are you doing? And we're like, we're going outside. Novo wants to smoke. And he's like, uh, all right, I'll give you five minutes to come back here. You got five minutes to go down there and come back. And Melville looks at me. He's like, dude, it's going to take five minutes just to get to the elevator. I said, it's going to take more than five minutes just to get down to the floor, down to the first floor in this place. Yeah, he didn't know where he was at that point, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. You could just walk like five feet down the hallway and you're outside. Right. He's like, well, then I'll give you 10 minutes. <laughs> He's like, you got 10 minutes to, uh, you know, go and come back or whatever. And we were just like, you know, you know how it is. You're just like, okay, Joe, sure thing. 10 minutes. Got it. You know, just, just let us go. Just leave us alone. And uh, me and him went downstairs. So we were standing outside and mole came walking out. And you know how Mole was in the room, right? Where he was leaning on the dresser. Right. Pretzels and chips and shit. Right. Saying the the normal Mole stuff like, hey, man, the Mole's wasted, man. I'm so wasted. Like all that, you know? Yeah. yeah. He went walking out of that hotel in a straight line, straight up and down, like not nothing. Like it was nothing. He's just walking out. And Mouth was like, there goes Mole. And I go, doesn't look too drunk, does he? He goes, not really, and I go. It's because it's an all. It's all an act. I'm like, don't. I'm like, don't say his name. Don't call him. Don't do nothing. Don't bring him over here because then he'll come over here and just complain about everybody. So don't. You know, I don't, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear him complain about nobody ever calls me, man. I'm a, and it's like that's what he always says. You know, he's always like nobody ever calls me for anything, and I'm looking at him like nobody calls me either. But I don't care. So that guy's annoying. <laughs> like, I mean, he's a mole. But he, the thing is with that whole like. He's like, you know, nobody invites me to go to the movie or something. He's like, well, I have never been invited by that dude to go anywhere. You know, he, right. he makes these public posts that are real vague about like, you know, everybody should get together and go do this or something. And it's like, all right, dude, well, are you orchestrating that? You know what I mean? Are you calling people up and inviting them? Because, I mean, I don't know what right. you're talking about, you know. He, want, he wants nothing to do with, you know, putting it together. Right, nothing. right. He just wants just, everybody to entertain him. And so then it's yeah. just like, you know. And I'm, I said, like, listen, I always goes to the movies, man. I said, you know, and uh, so, I mean, he kind of de- decides. And I said, maybe you can go. Maybe you go. You, you can't go. And and uh, he was like, well, I don't know if it was him or Oz who said something like, uh, well, you know, why why couldn't he go or something? And I said, well, Suli could be there. And, 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 and he's like, well, I don't care about that or something. I mean, what does it matter if she's there? I said, because she's going to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that could be a problem, you know, based yeah. on all that bullshit that was going on on your Facebook page. And, uh, which was honestly, if anybody listening wants to know, it, it was, it was nothing really, I guess. What? You didn't hear about that? You probably didn't hear about it. Um, I, I have, I don't follow Mole on Facebook. Well, him. yeah. It's, I don't either. I, it's, Certain people and then she send, she unfriended she unfriended me a long time ago. Certain people, uh, sorry, certain people, yeah. um, 
send me screenshots <laughs> oh, okay. of, of certain things that people say for whatever. Yeah. Cause I don't, I have them hidden. I'm friends with them, but I have them hidden. Cause it's just, it's, yeah, yeah. it's too much. I mean, the guys, just, it's just constant Pittsburgh and, uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's, I don't know. So it's I, apparently, so I'm, I'm paraphrasing the description of what happened. Mole posted this thing that basically he was talking to, on a chat to some girl who um, was being told uh, that Mole is like a stalker and huh. that uh, um, and that Suli told her all about him and that he's no good. <laughs> and and mole was all like well that's you know i'm done with people and i'm people you know whatever and yeah, all this yeah, sort of sure. stuff. and then so you know suli blocked them and uh and and that's it basically you know what i mean like <laughs> i don't really think she would necessarily knock him in the jaw or anything if she saw him she might right i mean because she you know i think she'd probably give him a piece of her mind and uh probably be a very long conversation uh so i don't know um so that's right, you know, what i was talking about with that but it, it's really nothing yeah for those that don't know suli's this nice girl we know who um <laughs> she uh from way back in the day yeah 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 and uh she's a bartender uh and um she'll throw down if you if you're not careful um and she could you know she could probably take yeah. out some people i mean i don't know if she could take but you know, people like me out. I'm so big, but probably if she can't, if she can't take someone out, she she knows the people who will. Well, that is for sure. Yeah, right. That's that's she knows a lot of people. You don't want to be on her bad side. You know? No, you know? but um, no. no, she's to me, she's super nice. You know, I don't know, but then again, I'm not I'm not a dude like mold, just talking shit all the time. You know, it's right? Kind of you, you do that. Yeah, yeah. people are, it's gonna but come he was, back to get you. Yeah, and so and that's and that's what I was telling Mike. I was just like, don't get his attention because he'll just come over here and complain, and he'll stand here for another five or ten minutes talking about, and I don't want to hear it. Yep. So then, so then Oz texted me. I guess he was calling me and stuff, and uh, he texted me. And he goes, he's like, "Where are you at?" And I was like, "I'm out front with Melville." And he's like, "Come to my room, one fifty. Oh. Okay. I was like, "We're like okay." So I went over to Oz's room. It was just him. He's just sitting in the room with. The, you know, typical Oz TV on sound off uh, tunes on a Bluetooth speaker. And he's just sitting there in the corner. He's just like, what's up? And I'm like, what's going on? He goes, I just needed to sit down. He goes, I was sick of standing. I was yes, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like me too. And we just, and then him and I just sat there and BS for a while. We complained about everybody <laughs> complained about Rom and his wife. And, Oh, all kinds of, uh, and then mole and Joe, and, right? You know, my brother. Um, no, <laughs> you guys are safe, but those other guys were not, right? And we made sure to let them have it. But uh, and that was and that was pretty much it. After a while, it was just like I looked over at him, was like, "Yeah, he's ready. To, he's ready to pass out. I'll see you later." Right. <laughs> and I just left. Right on. Yeah, and Melvin never showed. He he was supposed to come over there. See what happened was. See what happened was we were outside. <clears throat> And I told Melvin, I said, come on, I got, we'll, we'll go to Oz's room at 150. And he goes, okay, cool. So he goes into the lobby, buys two Cokes, two bottles of Coca-Cola, and uh, says, let me grab these first so I can make, you know, for my mix, to mix my liquor. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we're walking down the hallway to go towards Oz's room. And he goes, you know what? I should go up to uh, Law's room and get my bottle because I left my bottle up there. And I'm thinking... This is something that needs to be done within like 10 seconds. Like you need to go in, grab him and be like, Hey, I'll be right back and just leave. Right. Right. But he's Melville and he's not going to do that. So it's like, as soon as like the door opens and he walks in law is just like Melville. Hey. And he comes running up like, Hey, and they just start talking. And I'm like, this is going to take a while. So, uh, we, we, I stood there and listened to him talking to everybody and, you know, Melville, he, he don't care. He'll talk to anybody about anything for as long as he likes. And, uh, and he did. And I just, I eventually just, I just said, okay, I'm leaving. I said, I'm going, I, I told him, I go, I'm going down to Oz's room. I want to go sit down. And that's when I left and went down to Oz's room. And then he, Melville never showed up there 
So we just left. I just left and was just like, I'm out of here. Texted Melville. I was like, I'm leaving. Don't go to Oz's room because he's going to sleep. Right. And that was it. That was my whole yeah, I mean, cinema just, wasteland experience. Wasn't much. People are too old. I, I think I'm just going to start going on Fridays. I'm not going to go on Saturdays anymore. Honestly, I'm not even kidding. I'm like, I, I mean, I, I feel like it, uh, Saturday is just a waste of time. Uh, the last yeah. few times I've gone, I mean, you know, I got, the time beforehand wasn't as bad, I guess. The, the, the spring show, people have been cooped up all fucking winter, you know, so they get to the spring right. show and there's a little more energy. Um, the fall show tends to be a little bit weaker. You would think it would be better because it's going into Halloween and people would be like, you know, all woo, you know, but it's it's not because it's still warm out and people are just not in the mood to go to the hotel, yeah. you know. So, whatever. Um, it's it, I don't know. I if you know, like I said, if my brother wasn't there, I I wouldn't even go. I just just there's nothing there for me, really, you know. So, anyway, moving on. The boring cinema wasteland. Yeah, it happens. Used to be kind of interesting. <laughs> If retro comes back, maybe that will be better. I don't know. Um, so I, I don't think I talked about my kayak story uh, to, on the show, right? I talked to you a little bit about it, but I don't think I talked about it on the show. Um, right. You got to move your microphone just a little bit away from your nose. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I know it's hard sometimes. It's it's funny too because you have a tabletop mic and you're just like your nose is like right open. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> just like really got this lapel bike. Just like breathing on. Like, <laughs> um, I went. Uh, yeah, I think I did talk about this, didn't I? I did talk about. It. We're not going to talk about that then. Um, I want to talk about my drainage easement. <laughs> no, because I remember talking about. It. I, I want to talk about my yeah. drainage easement in the backyard, though. Drainage. Um, for, uh, I don't know. I just you know th- I got this weird piece of property. I've talked about this in the past. But catch people up. I have this weird piece of property. Like, you know, it's just kind of a normal house you have in the suburbs kind of thing. It's a little bit too much house for me. But it's not It's not a mansion. It's nothing crazy. It's just a standard suburb colonial two-floor house, right? And uh, got a yard and everything. Just, you know, backyard, front yard. To me, it's just pretty standard stuff. It's not five acres or anything. It's like, like, a, it's like three-quarter acre property. Got sidewalks, neighbors, you know, the usual kind of thing. Um, but in my backyard, when I bought the house, I knew about this. There's a drainage easement. And and it just means that, like, when it rains, water's going to move across my lawn on that, like, 20-foot easement <laughs> and go, you know, from one side of the property into the other and into a drain. But, like, a lot of times, like, if you've ever driven around uh, a rural area, uh, you'll often see drainage easements in the front of properties around here, which is just like a ditch next to the road. Yeah. And the, the water kind of goes along there for lack of having it underground or sewers or storm sewers or whatever. Yeah. They have a drainage easement ditches, right? Well, I didn't have a ditch in my backyard. You basically have like a dent called a swale. And uh, um, the water that moves across my lawn is a lot of water. Especially when it's like storming, like it's like you could put a canoe on it and paddle around. That's how much water we're talking about. Like it's, it's, it's big. And, um, it, it brings in a lot of, uh, silt, I guess you would call it. And it, the grass likes it. You know, it's like, woo, we're going to grow big, you know, and it's going to be muddy and your lawnmower is going to not do well here. But, um, it, uh, over time, I've been here for 12 years. Um, the swale went away. The dent went away. Right. So my new neighbor had come in, in, and, and he was complaining to the city about, uh, the drainage in his backyard. I kind of came in here late, late winter, early spring when the ground is just soaked. You know, I don't know where he's coming from. You know, he's just not used to it. And he's just right. trying to figure out why his dog's paws are muddy and stuff. And, uh, you know, and hey. it's just, it's fucking normal around here, you know, this time. Yeah. Of so he ended up calling the city though, to complain about it or something. And, um, I don't think he quite understood, uh, the situation in the rear of the yard and how it was laid out. Um, and this, the city service director, whatever he is, um, came out and, and uh, I, I'm sure he had no answer for him. 
for uh, yeah. his drainage. But he kind of looked over at my yard and he's like, well, his yard's going to, his, his yard needs a, you know, needs, needs to be regraded or whatever. He doesn't have a swale. Now I want to just point out that this was not something that was impacting my neighbor at all because the neighbor that was here before him had dug a trench from where this water comes out near his property. And he, he dug it onto my property, which I didn't hmm. mind. I knew this guy. And he dug this trench to move all that water from that one corner of the property that was his into my property to have it flow down into the drain, which worked great. Okay. Uh, so there was no water that was like going from my property to my neighbor's property. It was just, you know, the opposite basically. So whatever the city service director was looking at my property, it wasn't going to fix this guy's problem because the water was right. leaving his property. Yeah. But anyway, he ends up sending me this fucking death threat letter from the, you know, that says I have to fix this problem. So I ended up contracting out a company, showed them the situation um, that basically the water moves from one side to the other and I need a swale, you know? So we talked about it. It's like, okay, well, we can dig that out. We'll put down some, you know, some kind of like landscape paper and then we'll put some rocks on it, you know? And I'm like, cool. Uh, you know, it's going to be $4,000. Yeah, of course it is. Everything yeah. I do is ridiculously overpriced or whatever. Yeah. It's, you know. So anyway, that took, uh, I don't know, about four months for them to show up. And uh, they, um, uh, they, they, they trenched it out and then they put down the paper and then they put down a lot of rocks. Like it's all rocks. It's just like, just all big, long, like five foot wide trail of rocks. In my, in, my, yeah. in my backyard. Um, and it works, but I'm looking at it and I'm just like, this is some goofy shit. Like, I don't yeah. know. I guess this is like what the city wants, but here's the problem with it. Like I, I'm looking at it and I, and it's fine right now. It's fine right now, but I know what's going to happen is that this, there's too much silt that comes out of this stream and, and the volume of water is a lot. And, uh, it's going to, quickly cover those rocks up over the next year or two and then it'll just grass will grow on top of it and there'll be no more swale again and then the city's going to be calling me up on the thing and they're going to be like you got to fix this problem and yeah. i'm just like i don't i don't know what to really do about it to be honest with you like you know um the guy that lived in this house before me um tried to get a pipe put in and the city rejected uh that and, um, and then he was wanted to put in this garden retaining wall. The city rejected that and he went ahead and did it anyway. And it's there now. And, um, that doesn't really help with the drainage or anything, but it looks nice. But every time like the city sends me anything, they always mention the fact that that wall is not supposed to be there. And it's like, look, it's not my fault. <laughs> I didn't put it there. I bought the house later, you know? And so they're always like, well, you don't have to get rid of it or anything. It's like, yeah, because if I get rid of it. There, it's like there's a hill behind it basically that goes into it. So then like yeah. the hill will like um, fall, the trees that are on it will fall over and then it'll start to erode my neighbor's property, which is higher than my property at the rear. So of course they don't want me to remove it. Just create bigger problems. Yeah. So anyway, that got finished. It's, it is what it is, but um, being a homeowner, it's just, I tell you, um, it's, it's a trade off. It's, it's nice having your own place, but it's, it and, and you, you know you people say oh you're investing in yourself and everything and, and uh, stuff like that but it's it's kind of like like you know like let's say I like I have my house right my house is paid off okay and let's let's say I take my house and I sell it and I and I get a good price for it let's say I get a bunch of money right I still gotta live somewhere right yeah so yeah I could live people are like you gotta live in some place that's smaller you know and it's like well that sounds exciting <laughs> like. Yeah. Why would I want? I'd have a bunch of money for a little while, and I now live in a smaller place, you know, with less yeah. or something like that's that's. Or you can you can buy a bigger place and then have bigger problems, right? Uh, so the, so there's really not like that much of an advantage. People always talk about well, like I sell my house, I'm gonna. This is all about selling the house and flipping the house. And people are all like, you know, all about the house sale. You know, good schools make your property worth more. Blah 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 blah. And it's like, man, I just bought the house. I bought this house. To live in the fucking thing, right? I didn't buy yeah. it as like some sort of fucking Wall Street investment. I mean, of course, I don't want the property value to go down or anything, 
But I'm just saying, like, you know, it's, it's, I'm not like, you know, flipping houses over here. I didn't move in. Yeah. Yeah. Flip the freaking house. I want to just stay here until like I'm too old to, to do anything. Or if, you know, if the lady friend wants to like get a different house at some point because she thinks, you know, whatever, she has some reason for it. Maybe then I sell it. But other than that, I'm staying where the fuck I'm at. You know, it's like, forget it. I don't know. Anyway. So, um, I don't know why I went on that tangent, but I just did. Made me mad. Yeah. Um, well, the, the easement isn't so easy, is it? It's just it's 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 always something, man. I had to buy that shed. That that thing costs like nine thousand dollars. I had to get right. a and and it's, people are wondering like why did you have to get a shed that costs nine thousand? Just go buy a shed like for a thousand bucks at fucking you know Home Depot or something. Well, unfortunately. Due to the rules in my city and this drainage easement in the back of my property, the only place I could put the shed was uh, too close to the house. It's not actually that close to the house, but but <laughs> fire code wise, it's too close to the house. So the shed had to be built with a firewall in it. <laughs> so I had to get a custom shed built with a firewall. Plus, I wanted a cement floor uh, because the ground around here is really wet. And it yeah. just sink into the ground. So put it on the cement and then it's better. Anyway. So that shit's done. And then my driveway, that costs like fifteen grand to get I mean, it's just it's it's just it's all I mean, I got rid of the tankless water heater or I got the tankless water heater and it's cause the tank went. That cost three grand. Um yeah. I haven't done any remodeling yet, you know. I'm sure that's gonna go. I'm doing the painting myself. So that's that's a bonus. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Is that? Oh. So anyway, I was thinking about uh, religious stuff, and oh, uh, one one of these things that I always try to like rectify in my head is like you know religious people, um, not all but. A lot of them, uh, people always think that, like, you know, when their loved ones die, they're going to go up to heaven. And yeah. uh, um, and then you, one day you'll go up to heaven, too, and, and you'll see them or whatever, I suppose. Or if you're lucky, you know, go to hell. Allegedly. Allegedly. And, uh, but I was thinking about it, and it's just like, you know, like, like let's just look at things logically for a second. <laughs> like, what, what would heaven actually be? Like, let's say you died, dude, right? And you go up to heaven. Now, first of all, what body are you going to be in? Are you going to be in the body that you died in? Are you going to be like 95 years old? Let's say you live that long. Are you going to be in a 95-year-old's body when you go up to heaven? I mean, according to Star Wars, <laughs> I think that's how it works. I mean, I'm not sure, right? No, because because I think Anakin no, because, was younger. Because then, right. then they switched it. Yeah, they switched it when they redid it and they right. made Anakin younger again. So it's like, I, I don't, don't think really it's know. even heaven. That's just the force. But, oh, well. But I how would, would you like which which one would you be? And then so then you you ask yourself, okay, so then like you go meet your father that's there, and uh, what if he's like the young version of your dad? What if he's like in the the nineteen year old body of, yeah. of your father? Well, you know, you're walking through heaven, you're like that dude looks like my dad if he was a kid, right? And he's like he's, younger he's than you. He's like, What's you? up? You know, and you're like, yeah. whoa, you know, you don't look like the dude I know. It's like, well, yeah. I, I'm him, but I'm younger, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like, that just seems, like, ridiculous. Like, that's not going to be, like, you uh, know what I mean? Like, not to mention just, it's going to be, like, really crowded. Like, <laughs> Well, right. That's the thing. Is like, there's there would obviously be more people in heaven than there are on the planet. So, it must be a big place. I mean, it's going to be full of, like, what, Romans? Like, yeah. lots and lots of, like, Chinese people. Dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be dinosaurs. You know what I mean? But, Woolly like, mammoths. I don't think like I think pets aren't supposed to go because if there was, I mean, imagine how many cats and dogs are. Well, that's what I'm saying. They have a special place. That's, well, dude, it, it's different, probably different rooms or something. You know, <laughs> no, it's like it's it's just it's it's basically a big open plane, right? <laughs> right. And the and the you you can't see your feet. You know why? Because the ground is clouds. So you're just like. You know what I mean? It's like it's like uh, Mork Colin Orson. Remember on Mork yeah, and Mindy when Mork I mean, would go that, into that thing? How long is that going to be entertaining for you? And it's just and it's just dogs and cats, birds <laughs> flying around you, bees and bugs, <laughs> yeah, like bugs. snakes. My fucking bugs! There would be a bug. Every <laughs> all the animals in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? There would be. It would be like trillions of like, ants. It would be fucking ridiculous. God's going to be like, you know what? I didn't plan for all these animals. He goes, I sent a flood to kill all of them, but Noah. Like 
saved them all. And I was just like, no, that's not what I wanted. I wanted to wipe them all out, you know, so there were no more bugs. But it's like now there's bugs everywhere. But it's like logically speaking, like your personality. I mean, it's based on pretty much like how you feel physically most of the time. Like you're tired, you know, you're angry, uh, happy, right? Your mood, you're you're hungry, you know, you're sleepy. You know, and, and if you don't have these things, like you're just like, you're basically a different person, you know? So right. like, what are you when you're there? Like, what, are, what is the point of that? Is that your reward to be somebody you're always else happy when you go? No. Yeah. I mean, again, how long is that going to last before you're bored of whatever it is that's there? You know, like they Can't can only offer you so many times that you're going to see like your favorite band in concert again or something until you're just kind of like, well, <laughs> I'm really not interested in seeing that again. Um, you know, or do, do, do they just teach you how to play the harp? Like in all those shows, yeah. you know, you get wings on your back and you can fly yeah. around for a little while. I mean, I, I just, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make a damn bit of sense really uh, in, in, you know, in any sort of logical way. Like you, you'd have to be on a, You'd have to be on a planet that's just like Earth. We're Earthlings. We're, we breathe air. We do all these things. If you if you remove all of this stuff, you're just a spirit floating around. You know, uh, whatever. Like you're not the same person. You're not you're not that person anymore. You know, you just you're just like a memory bank of what that person was, and now you're just like going through some other kind of existence that's just completely alien to to whatever you're doing. Go ahead. Sorry. Do you, oh no, that's right. I was gonna say, do you think like, do you think like if you went to heaven, and you're like walking around, you're like, okay, cool, I'm just getting my head around this, you know, I'm in heaven, I'm dead, but I feel good, I feel happy, right? You feel enlightened, you feel that's what you're supposed to feel like, right? The warmth, of the, the hat, that's what they say. Do you feel like you're, you know, welcome and all this stuff? And it's like, what if you see somebody that like you didn't like, but they made it to heaven? And you're just walking around, and then you see him across, like the yeah, like Hitler's over there or something. What are you doing? Well, he's not Hitler's not going to be in heaven, but like somebody from you know Bill Fielder's in there or something. Okay, yeah. you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's, and it's just like, oh, there's that guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, am I supposed to forget the basketball to the head, or you know, right? But you're I, never going to run into that guy. I mean, if if everybody. Like if everybody's everywhere, right? And there's there's trillions of people there. Like you're not you going to run into that. anybody. You're you not going to know anybody. that. I mean, I, yeah, I do. I mean, it, that would be like if you right now went to China. Like, you're not going to run into Bill Fielder in China. He's not there. Well, you, maybe you're going to get lucky. You're going to go to the Great Wall of China, and he's going to be on holiday. You're like, there he is. Wow. Right. Right. It's McFry. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but no, I mean, it's the – in that kind of a thing. Yeah. Now, the, the opposite is that you could have the tailored heaven, right? So you go up there, and you see what you – you know – is going to make you happy. Just the people you know. Right. And you see them the way you remember them. They, they, they're there, but maybe they see themselves as being younger. You see them as how you remember them. I don't know. But then again, that, again, that makes a whole, like, that's all disproportionate. It doesn't make sense because if you right. saw somebody that was supposed to be 90 and then they're like, let's play a racquetball or something yeah. and they're diving and doing, stuff, you'd be like, all right, this isn't right. You know, right. like this, that's not how I remember you or whatever. <laughs> So it's like that whole like line of existence just doesn't just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work, man. I just don't get it. What? The other thing too is like to me like like if God's real, right? Um, like in the traditional sense, okay. Uh, like, <laughs> is, is there a new way sense of being well, alive? Because or being you real, could, you could think of like maybe <laughs> like it's a it's a artificial intelligence, right? Like it's a grand. We could be in a grand simulation, and you might wake right. up kind of like in the Matrix type of thing, right? And and Ooh. you might wake up around you. I might be where you're at, and you'd be like, "How'd, how'd you like that last one?" You'd be like, "That one sucked. My life was yeah, bullshit," right. you know. Right. And I'd be like, "Well, mine wasn't too bad, but I still didn't make billions of dollars like I had hoped," you know. Yeah. So like, we got to change around the rules a little bit. Like, I want to be a billionaire when I come back. Okay. That could that could be the thing, right? Or you, maybe there's reincarnation, like the the Buddhist Ooh. belief or something, and you just keep going through cycles. But I'm saying, like in the traditional sense of like you know, say like the Christian theology or the Jewish theology, it, it, you know, uh, the scary thing to me is is thinking like you know, if there's this higher power that um, uh, is like out of the Bible, we're like God, you know, if you read you know the Bible or you're aware of it, if you haven't read it, you watch movies and stuff. 
you know, God would do some mean things to people sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he'd kill the firstborn sons of Egypt. You know, he'd turn a whole city into salt and have people's eyes get gouged out, whatever. Plagues. Right. Exactly. You know, and, and so um, if that kind of personality is uh, is up there, you know, on, <laughs> on the throne, Lord knows what he could do to me to, to just torture me for all eternity. You know what I mean? Right. Like I could just constantly wake up in like a in, in like a. Uh, and like a box with water slowly rising over my head, yeah. you know what I mean? And then I would die and then wake up and do it again, like yeah. over and over again, you know, eternally. I mean, at some point, I'd probably go insane and, and no longer be a person, but then they're omnipotent and they could <laughs> they could fix that, you know, and just constantly torture me, you know, for all eternity kind of thing. Um, you know how you torture you? You'd be like, oh, you like little Debbie? We're a hostess heaven. And you're, and you're Sorry. always... Yeah. And you're always like uh, subordinate, right? There's no equality in a, in a situation like yeah, that. Yeah. So you're always stuck. The other thing too is it's like if you go on like forever, like there's things in my life that like you know I'm sure everybody has this where you just think back on something and like it still kind of bugs you or it's still oh, kind of you know sits so in, much makes you feel just like it did Ugh. when it happened. You're just like ah, you know, and, the worst. Yeah, and and. Like you're gonna carry that forever, like you oh. know what I mean. Like it's just like I, th- this personality that I have is gonna go on forever, and all those m- fucking horrible things are, is gonna like persist with me for no. forever. I mean that's that's it's the worst. Up. Yeah, it's just it's 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 hard to it's hard to equate that. Now I've read the the Christian idea um, where basically they do say um, that you would have a body. Right, you have to have a body, which makes sense because uh, if you don't, you're what are you at that point? You're just a memory bank or something. You have to have right. a physical body, and they say that you're going to um, uh, be joined uh, with God, and all the answers and the knowledge will then become clear. That's kind of where they leave it at, right? Mm-hmm. They're not really promising you that Saint Peter's at the gates. They're not telling you you're going to learn how to play the harp and fly around with wings. They're basically saying that, you know, these things are going to be answered. It's very vague. It's vague, right? Yeah. It sounds made up. Uh, you know, it, it's it's one of those, it's just, it's one of those things where like, somebody's like, well, we'll have salvation. And then like, what is salvation? Well, it's, you know, whatever you want. <laughs> whatever makes you happy, I guess. You know, really? I can have a bunch of whores running around. No, no, yeah. no, not that. I mean, within yeah, the rules, Steve. No alcohol. Can't no drinking or sex. It's gonna be all the goods. The good. Oh, it's not gonna be like that. I don't even want to go. Although I guess the Muslims sort of solve that problem with the whole virgin thing, right? The hundred virgins or whatever the heck it is. Right. Um, so it's like, is it or isn't it? Which one is it? You know what I mean? Right. Like right. who? And who are those hundred virgins? Are they just like new women yeah. that they created just for you? Right. Or did they live on Earth? And never had sex, they had sex and then you know arrived uh in ha- to be with you at that point and then does virginity matter when you're in heaven or whatever do it you is think, for them do you think the women in muslim heaven have to wear the uh the burqa the, the shawl the, the burqa shawl, and the yeah. shawls and all right. that stuff are they finally like able to take it off their hair like, that god created right god but now they're like their hair but we don't want you to but, see that can you, imagine, can you imagine if you're like a Muslim woman, Muslim woman, woman, and you die, and then like you, your your ghost is looking down at your body, like oh no, or like your spirit or your soul, whatever you know, is right. looking down, like oh I guess I'm dead, and then all of a sudden you start ascending to heaven, right, right, right. and you're like hey, cool, I'm going to heaven, right? It's like what are the chances that you get there, and they're just like all right, so. You're a virgin. We need you to go over here right. <laughs> because we got plans for you. Right. <laughs> you know, we got to go be with that guy. He's a little wacky. Yeah, um, but he's he's your master for eternity at this. Yeah, point. and he gets to do whatever he wants to do or something. Like what? Yeah. He died in a suicide bombing, so he gets to have you with all these other ninety nine other women. Yeah, that doesn't sound fair, right? I guess yeah, you're just like you're all happy about going to. Hell. You're like, oh, this is great. I'm going to heaven, and they're just like, yeah, you're a virgin. We're gonna send you over here. And then, like, if you are that guy, and you. You, you 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 have sex or whatever like with all hundred women for however long. At some point, you're gonna be kind of tired of that, but you're stuck yeah. with a hundred women. Gotta sleep, man. Just talking to you, screaming at you, telling you, oh. you know, clean your room. 
Whatever. Yeah. It's just going to be like, ah. You're such a loser. Why won't you get a job? It's like, shut up. It's going to be, you know, <laughs> at some point you're just going to be like pulling your hair out. No, I mean, like if, if, if something existed, uh, it, it'd have to have some sort of a plan. Like it'd have to have some kind of like, okay, now you're on Earth 2 and yeah. uh, you get to live forever in this body of yours. But um, uh, here's a spear. Uh, you can feel pain, and um, we're starting you all over again. Start from scratch. Uh, yeah. Begin, begin. And you're like, what? Wait, where'd you go? Oh, you're not going to answer me now? Is that how it is? Yeah. And you're, <laughs> you're stuck just like in a field with like saber-toothed tigers and shit trying to fight. And I don't know. I don't know. It's, it doesn't make any sense. You know what's kind of funny is I started uh, this. I don't know if this is a change of subject. No, it's no, kind of close to it. Yeah. <clears throat> but I started watching this show on CBS called Ghosts. Uh, okay, it's a little, it's a sitcom. Very generic. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, uh, the name is. I mean, you know, it could be anything. It's based. It's based off a British show called Ghosts. Okay. So, um, Original. it's just a. It's your basic half-hour sitcom. Uh, people okay. inherit a house. It's haunted by ghosts from different centuries and different times. Okay. And the girl has an accident. Now she can talk to the ghost. She can see him. And. I was I was I don't know why I got directed to it. I just saw a bunch of commercials for it. After a while, I was like, okay, I'm sick of seeing this dude with the arrow in his neck. I need to I need to know what's going on. <clears throat> and it's your basic it's your basic silly sitcom, you know, just dumb humor, nothing too serious. Um, but it's funny that you bring this up because they talk like the ghosts all talk about the other side, and they're all like, you know, like the one guy's like a revolutionary war person and then one dude's a viking and there's an indian and there's like a a black lady from like uh prohibition times there's different people and they're all dread they're all they, they, they always say anything they're like well we can't change our clothes we can't you know it's right. like we're stuck we're stuck in the way we were when we died so right. the one dude has no pants on never ever <laughs> he's always walking around with no pants on it's just like they're like yeah we can't you know we can't do anything it's kind of sucky we've been standing around this house for centuries and hundreds of years. And then I get, it's like <clears throat> in the opening scene of the show, the, uh, the lady who owns the house originally dies in her bed. She, her spirit comes out of her body and they're all standing there. All these ghosts are standing there like, hello. And she's like, what's going on? And they're like, well, what happens is, you know, we're all ghosts and we are all people who died in this house. And one of two things has happened. Either you stay here or you go off into heaven. And then whoof, and she, and she disappears and they all just go, Ah, oh, <laughs> lucky. You know, they're like, oh, you're lucky. Right. So it's like, so according to the show, there is a heaven that you can go to where it's like much better. But if not, then you just walk around where you died and just be like, mm. which like, is like most ghost stories. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is too, it's like, um, like you know, take vampire story, right? Because I like interview with the vampire just started back on AMC or something. Um, like imagine like you became immortal. Right, like you, you yeah. became a vampire or something. Like at first, you're thinking, "Well, that sounds great. Like I can, I'm immortal. Nobody can shoot me with bullets, and I'm not going to die, and everything, you know. And I can, mm. I can fly. I'm strong and stuff." But then think about it. Like, what if somebody, like, like you know, gets you, and instead of like putting a wood stake through your heart or something, right? They like, they like put you like, like a mile underground, and then right. just like fill it all up. Yeah, and you're just stuck underground. For eternity. That's from from like a movie or something. Probably. But the the thing is, is it's like, then what? Then what do you do? And now there's lore about that. You know, you sleep for a thousand years or something. But no. But what if you didn't? Like, what if you were actually immortal and you didn't? You were just like stuck in underground. So if somebody made me immortal, I'd be like, fuck, this is like really, (laughs) really bad right now. At some point, the earth might disintegrate or blow up and you'd be what just sitting in the middle of space just Just floating around like princess leia just like unable to go anywhere or do anything you're just you're just stuck there yeah just nowhere to go no one to talk even if you could find an alien race i mean if you could somehow get there like they probably couldn't speak to you (laughs) it would be so quiet in space if you could survive that if you were just floating there because it's so silent you know what i mean there's no sound there's no nothing right You, you would just be like it probably it's like those you know those they, they got those rooms uh that go like negative decibels right right and they're like if people stay in here for five minutes they go crazy that that would be you you'd just be floating through space just crazy just yeah just you know? yeah insane right like everything yeah. i'm talking about is like it would just drive you nuts like it's like none flailing of this, around like everything is like 
like our whole existence, our identity as people, you know, is this, it's, it's this aging process, these bodies and the fact that like, we're not crazy <laughs> you know? yeah. because there's a lot of things that can happen without even any of the biblical stuff. I mean, you can like, what happened to my dad? You know, you can stroke out and be in the hospital and paralyzed, you know, like yeah. eyes fixed forward and, you know, can be in there for years. I mean, it's fucking horrible, you know, and then, right. you know, that awaits us, you know, or losing yeah. our minds and all these other things. And it's like, I don't know, but yeah, the, I do believe that, um, uh, that we were probably created in some way. Like, um, I don't know by what, right. I don't really put a lot of stock in the biblical beliefs. I think that was a bunch of old men who tried to, um, make sense of things and wrote it out. And there's lots of different people all around the world that tried to make sense of this. But I think like as, as human beings, as creatures, we evolved over time with certain senses, right? Sight, smell, taste, touch, hearing. And we did all of that in order to become better at survival at, at, as being like, you know, predators to eat, um, to, you know, to survive, to not get yeah. killed by things, etc. And those are the senses that we've developed, right? But that's not necessarily what the universe is completely made out of. We know some of the universe because of the things we can sense around us with our senses. You know, we can see and hear and all this sort of stuff. And we've, you know, we can measure pressure waves and, you know, do math and all these things to figure things out. But there's yeah. probably other parts of the universe and reality, let's say, that we can't experience because we simply don't have the senses to to, to detect it, that to know what else is out there that's there. Mm. And it doesn't have any impact on us with our physical with our physical bodies, but it may hold a lot of answers as to what all of this is and what it's all for, right? And I'm not saying that's spiritual. Like I said, it could be a simulation. It could be an alien intelligence. It could be just a constant um, uh, repeating over and over again situation. We might have done this an eternal number of times, this podcast. And we might, you know, uh, all the universe over a trillion years might just dissipate. And then a big bang will happen again. And the exact same things will unfold over and over and over again. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to say. But I do believe that there's something going on there. Um, because it's, to me, I do understand chaos theory and order from chaos and all of this sort of stuff. But I, I feel like, um, because of the Fermi paradox, which means that like there's, if aliens existed at any other point, they should have existed before us because of the long time period that the universe has been around and the vastness of the universe. Um, and if aliens should exist. We should be able to see them because um, interstellar travel uh, would populate most of the universe rather rapidly. And and due to the way we can sort of see with and listen, I say see, but it's also like, you know, radio waves and all these kinds James of James Webb telescope. Right. That we could, we would detect their creations. And some people are, will say, well, what if they were here and then they, they blew themselves up or they died or something? we would see their creations. We would see what was left of their civilizations. We would see them and we don't. And so you could argue that, okay, well, maybe they never like with us, maybe we blow ourselves up before we get to the interstellar space travel thing. And uh, maybe that, that doesn't happen. I'm thinking though, with the randomness of the universe that, probably pretty good that not every one of them would have blown themselves up and we would have run into them. Uh, So it does seem to me that intelligent life is um, especially the kind that reasons like we do is gotta be like maybe only us Uh, rare earth phenomenon is what it's called. Um, Because if you look at all the other animals on earth, they're really not, uh, they don't have computers and they're not driving cars, right? They're, uh, They're just happy being animals and eating, eating fruit or whatever the heck yeah. you're doing, eating fish under the sea and stuff. We're the only creatures that are like this. So why is, why is that? You know, um, why did, why aren't like gorillas uh, reading Shakespeare right now? And I know, I know, don't forward me some documents, people. I've read a lot of this stuff. It, it, you'd be surprised 
at this age, I, when you have these discussions with people, how many people send you materials to prove their point looking the other way? I get it. I get it. But science can't prove one thing and um, religion can't pr- pr- provide proof of another. I'm not sure either is is accurate. You know, I was watching the scientist. I'll, I'll end on this. I was watching the scientist this other day, this woman that's on YouTube. Um, it's called um, Physics Without All the Gobbledygook. I think it's called that. Or it's Science Without All the Gobbledygook. German woman. She's very smart. She's written some books. And she was talking about the Big Bang. And she was talking about how there's these articles and they're always talking about, like, you know, where the Big Bang started, how, you know, did it come, did we all start with a black hole, you know, did, did it all become, you know, were there multiple Big Bangs, was it, you know, and she basically says, you know, the, the, the real honest truth about it is, is that we don't, we don't know, we don't know if there right. was a Big Bang, we don't know if there even what, what we know, she's like, is that basically, and I'm, I'm going to get this wrong, but this, I'm just kind of saying basically what she kind of said was that we can see that there was this point in time where everything heated up and moved faster, right? Like moved faster than it should supposed to, but we don't really know why. And we don't really know what happened before that. So people say, Oh, it was the big bang, but they, that's just them guessing. And she said, and so all of these people, they do the math and they're like, they can tweak the equations. They can say, well, 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 if we change this equation around, we can make it so like we all started from a black hole or we can change this around and we can make it like it, it always repeats itself, but they're uh. just guessing. They're just, there's no evidence or proof of, of any of this. Right. So we don't know if, if any of it actually happened or not. There's just one of those things. So uh. that's the problem in, in a lot of ways with science. Science is great when it when we have something in front of us and we can measure something that's why scientists tend to be atheists like you know big ones because you know they only look at things they can measure and they don't believe in things that they can't i mean that's just the right. way science is you know but the thing is is that there's lots of things in the universe in our reality and you know that we can't measure but we have to assume happened right or or we have to have some understanding of that and einstein who was probably one of the you know the most brilliant person who ever lived maybe um he he was able to like you know create his theory of relativity and it's been holding up and it's very accurate about this describing how our universe works in many ways but he knew at the time that it doesn't hold up when it comes to quantum physics but he didn't care i guess he was like, well, I, I can't explain that part, guys. I can't explain the quantum, but it works with everything else. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's been the standing theory, and no one has been able to connect the dots. No one's come up with a different theory or a better theory to align the two together. There has to be one, but they can't. Yeah. They have not been, I want to say they can't. They have not been able to figure it out. And so... That's the problem in, in general with science. And that's where I was going with the fact that like there's a lot of this parts of the universe and, and the and what reality is that we just don't know. We just we do not know what it is or what it's made of or, or where it's going or, or et cetera. We there's there's so many things about our universe that um, we're clueless about. Yeah. And um, and so I don't necessarily believe that there's an old man sitting on a cloud. I don't believe in that, you know, that if there is, a, if there is somebody that's that omnipotent, I don't think they're going to look like uh, Wilford Brimley or something, right. you know, uh, and, and sit in a, sit in a castle in the sky or something like it just. Not like Clash of the Titans where Zeus and all them are just right. standing around a I table just, that looks like your city. To me, no, I don't think that's going to be what it is. Right. You yeah. know, I, uh, but I think that um, uh, existence might be somewhat. Uh, selective my existence might just be my own as far as i know and everything else is just a fascismal um but uh whatever it is you know if i die and it's nothing i'm not gonna care right right and if i and if i die and i wake up somewhere and it's different i guess at that point i'm just gonna have to like figure out what the new rules are (laughs) yeah right 
and hopefully figure out uh, where I fit into that and not in a tank with water rising over my head until I yeah, die right. over and over again. So, Pushing a rock up a hill. But yeah, I just kind of want to talk about some of the some of the weirdness about just, you know, kind of jokingly about heaven and I've, hell and all that because I just always just find that to be kind of amusing that people well, think that they're going to see that stuff. And I'm not trying to offend anybody. If that's what you believe, that's fine, I guess. I just can't, yeah, I can't, right. I can't rectify it in my own head. But if you've got it figured out, good, good. Because... If that brings you comfort in this crazy world, that's that's what you need. Because enjoy it. Yeah, living living where you you're not sure of things all the time, like I am, is misery. <laughs> so, yeah, right. You know, well, I wish I had like Jedi's confidence that you know he's going to go to heaven and everything. You know what I mean? Like, and have that <laughs> uh, that uh, that feeling like you know it's all going to work out in the end and stuff like that. Like, listen, I've been Christian. I'm not going to if you write me and be like you can find Jesus too. No, it's not going to work on me. I, you know, good. I found him once. I've I've been all through that, uh, and in a lot of different ways. And it's not my my brain is too skeptical about these things. And but for other people, you know, I just think that maybe they've had different experiences. You know, they've had different moments or awakenings or whatever it is where maybe they've had you know these epiphanies. And and maybe if this God exists. You know, he reaches people in different ways and he just hasn't reached me in that same way because he's like, well, Kevin's useful because he's very skeptical and he can do tax as well. So we'll, <laughs> we'll keep him we'll keep him that way until the end or something. You know? yeah. But uh, Jedi, he's selling lights at this company. He's not doing so well. So we need to, like, grace him with some additional feelings of um, uh, holiness. I don't know. I have no idea. But I just I just think that um, it's different strokes for different folks. Right. I'm. I'm, just, I'm going to throw this out, right. and Kevin Kevin will understand this. Most people who hear this will probably just be like, yeah, whatever, Anderson. But Kevin would understand this. If there was an afterlife, if there was a heaven, and if there was a way for people who died to communicate with the living, I'm, I am 100% positive my dad would have already come back and yelled at me <laughs> for something. You know what I mean? Like he just would have been like, you know, I knew you were, you know, keeping secrets or whatever and do it. You know what I mean? Just, I knew it, you bloody idiot. You know what I mean? So it's like when he, when my dad passed and I was just like, okay, you know, first couple of weeks, you're like, I'm just waiting for that visit. I'm just waiting for the visit. My nephew, my one nephew's like, oh, I saw this and I saw that and it was real. And he really talked to me. And it's like, there's no way that he came to you and not me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and I'm not trying to say I'm egotistical or nothing, but it's like my dad would have yelled at me. Right. You know what I mean? There, there's something that I did that he found out about. And right. he's just like, yeah, well, you idiot. You know what I mean? Like no matter, of, no better, no better how, how good the heavenly happiness is. My dad would have gone there and been like, he did what? Right. <laughs> you know, like that son well, of a guy. I mean, so, it, you know, if you, if you are religious ish or not you, but people in general listening um, or you, whatever. Uh, yeah, the thing right. is, is that I believe that what's even though Hollywood makes it out to be like Patrick Swayze dies and then he's like, there making pottery and stuff, right? Um, in in, in biblically, uh, when you die, you're just in you're in a suspended state, and you're not Ooh. alive or dead. You're just in the ground or whatever, a box of ashes or whatever, and you have to wait until the end times, whatever revelations or whatever. And then all the spirits rise and go to heaven. So there would be no ghosts. There would be nobody stuck in between. None of that stuff is real. Like you're, you're just, you're off until such time that they raise, you know, God comes back down and, and raises up. Now there's a, you know, there's some rapture shit in there too, depending on what your belief system is. But yeah, you have to wait until the end, you know? So your dad will yell at you. When you both rise okay. up at the same time, I guess, everybody yeah, goes I guess. together, basically. <laughs> now, great. Now I just gave him something else to yell at me about. <laughs> I was just talking to my brother today, uh, and uh, um, we were making we were making a he, he was making some sort of a joke about like uh, jerking off or something, and then like you know, um, uh, 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 oh, we were talking about. I, I sent him a message, and I said. There's certain bands that I have a problem listening to because the lead singer killed themselves, like Nirvana, Soundgarden, Linkin Park. I said, not all bands, like like Windy O is okay, you know. Right. Um, but there's just certain bands that I don't know why it is. Like, if I hear Nirvana, the first thing that comes to my mind is Kurt Cobain killed himself. It's just right. whatever, whatever reason. That's the first thing that floats into my head. Okay. And Brian's like, 
He's like, I like that with porn chicks because I think they're watching me as I, <laughs> and he goes, and, and that's, and that's sexy or something or whatever. Yeah. And I, and I laughed and I said, yeah. And, and dad and mom are watching you too. You're right. <laughs> you know? They're standing next to him. Like, so how do you know, Brian? And they're like, we don't. He just made just, us watch it. Watching him whack off, you know, yeah. my dad's probably pissed off that he's doing it. My mom's complaining his room's dirty. Um, God damn it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just, you know, so we were just kind of cracking on that today. <laughs> you know, uh, but whatever. Anyway, I'm not, you know, we're not trying to offend people. That's just what we No, do. no, there's no offense in it. Just, there's no offense intended in any of this. It's all for fun. Just kind of talking in general because it's all a big mystery. None of us really know what the heck's going on. And, Heck uh, no. Anybody that says they does, either they're touched or they're a liar. You know, by the time, by the time we find out, it'll be too late to tell anybody else. Right, right. Uh, you know, but you did mention that one thing, and, uh, and we'll end on this, is the fact that um, uh, Houdini, um, later in life, uh, he had um, disbelieved in psychics. And uh, he went around um, through a lot of his life disproving that psychics were fake, right? And he, he Disproving? Um, yeah. Disproving they were fake. Disproving them and showing that they were fake. Oh, showing that they were fake. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And... Uh, um, and I believe it was him or it was, I think it was Arthur Conan Doyle was his friend. One of them said something, but I, th I, th I think anyway, to his wife and said, if I die, um, if there's any truth to any of this, you know, I'm going to come back and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this, spe this specific thing. Right. And I think for 10 years, she had a seance kind of thing trying yeah. to reach him. And in 10 years, nothing ever happened, you know? Right. And that's when she said, obviously there's nothing to this and we're, we're just going to end it here kind of thing. Yeah. So, but again, biblically, he's not supposed to be anywhere. He's in the ground. You know, you're not supposed to have ghosts or anything like that. All that ghost adventure stuff, not real. Come on, bro. Biblically. Where are you? <laughs> going that here. also depends on what religion you subscribe to and everything else. So who knows? All right, anyway, yeah. we're way over. So thanks for listening, everybody, to our crazy ramblings on this episode. And we'll be back next week with something, I don't know, less controversial. Write us at oblast.bgn.us if you got a topic you want to hear us talk about. Otherwise, have a good one. Peace. You've been listening to Oblast with Don and Kevin. If you'd like to write into the show, send an email to oblast at vgn.us. That is VGN as in video game news. And be sure to check out our Patreon page, which is at patreon.com forward slash VGN, where you can get all of our shows, our videos, and some musings. Uh, be sure to tune in each week for new episodes on our Patreon page or every other week on the public RSS feed that you're subscribed to now. Thanks for listening, and good night. Peace.